Yerp. Yo, we back. Hey, man. Episode two. Meet me at the Jukebox Podcast. We back, man. That was clever. I'd like to thank everybody who supported our debut episode, episode one, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. A billion. Uh, a billy. A billy, man. Bay, we back. It's episode two, man. <laughs> let's just get right into it. Right, let's have a conversation. Uh, first episode, we talked about um, my top ten favorite rap songs of all time. Um, and in celebration of the 50th year of hip-hop. In continuing this celebration, let's talk about mixtapes. Now, mixtapes have um, changed over time as far as format, how a mixtape is presented, what we consider a mixtape. Over the years, it's, it's drastically changed. But, man... Right here, I'm just going to give y'all my top 10 favorite mixtapes of all time. Now, quick rule of thumb. Before we even get into this list, quick rule of thumb. One mixtape per artist. Very important. And as you can see, once we get later and deeper into the list, that rule makes it that much more difficult but hey let's just hop right into it man let's uh let's start at number 10 okay number 10 favorite mixtape of all time balling like i'm kobe by little herb aka g herbo now listen (laughs) listen this was the very first project I ever heard from G Herbo. I believe he was 16 at the time this mixtape came out. I, I want to say. Um, but I remember when this came out because right before this this came this tape came out, he did a uh, he did a a Vlad TV interview, right. Where he was just talking about his come up, telling his life story, um, and he was talking about this project that that he was getting ready to release, and he made a big deal out of it um, called "Balling Like I'm Kobe," uh, which paid memories to um, a fallen comrade of his. Right, man. The one thing I instantly picked up um, by listening to this project is. His sound and, and 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 his content was way above his time. Um, for him to be so young, like the the struggle that 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 he talks about on songs like "Ales," on songs like "Hundred Days," "Hundred Nights," like these are them were them 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 were some of them once man but it was just like it was drill music but it had a lot more substance to it though like it had like pain and like real hurt in it right and then it 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 didn't hurt that this tape gave you rolling which is probably um his biggest song still to the to to this day 
uh, just don't step on. Drink what you gonna drink, smoke you gonna smoke, do what you gonna do, uh, do what you gonna do, but don't step on all white G phasos. If you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, this was this was a take. This was a ta- I-, I can appreciate um, a project introducing me to a new artist, and and that make me stick with that artist, right? That was my first time ever listening to G Herbo, and. I've been a fan of his music ever since, man. I, I, I felt like he was he was ahead of his time for his A for the content he was given on this. And I think this was a really, really solid mixtape, man. Never heard that. Go, go, go back and check that out. I wanna say that came out maybe like twenty twelve, I wanna say. I want to say it was like 2012, 2013. Let's 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 do some live research, man. Right here on the podcast, live research. <laughs> Let me see. Born like I'm Kobe. Okay, 2015. It came out 2015. Okay. But man, that's a that's a great mixtape, man. That's a great mixtape. Go back and check that out. But let's get into number nine, man. <laughs> My, my ninth favorite mixtape of all time, Writer's Block Part 4 by J.R. Writer. I laugh, I laugh when, when I, I mention this tape because, um, quick story. I was, I was talking, I was talking to my, to, 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 to my bro B. Foster, man. Shout out to Foster, who, just like me, is an avid, 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 um, Dipset fan. Dipset was just... There were them 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 guys back then, man. And uh, J.R. Ryder was the he was the punchline rapper. He was he was that. He was what Lil Wayne was at that time. He was what Cassidy was at that time. He was like punchline, punchline, punchline. And I'm laughing because I was I, I was just listening to this tape um, a couple of days ago. I was talking to my to my man's foster and I'm like, yo, these, these bars age terribly bad. <laughs> but I can still go back and listen to this tape um and, and and still get some enjoyment out of it, man. Uh this dropped in I wanna say two thousand six. So this this is a and this mixtape is up there as far as far as age, you know what I'm saying? But duh, it just had. I think my favorite song off that. I think it's a freestyle. Cause, cause here's the thing, the 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 bars at that time that like Jared Ryder, Cassidy, and a lot of those punchline rappers was doing back then aged horribly. But I think what made um, Jared Ryder's music a little bit easier to still listen to today was the the production he had some beats like he had like some samples and some crazy crazy beats but yeah the freestyle that that's my favorite song off there uh critically acclaimed is fire uh duke the god uh talking this shit at the end kind of just the big ovation kind of introducing jr Ryder to the masses um that mixtape had Get Em on it, which was his, well, I think it was his second largest commercial hit next to Grill Em. 
But yeah, it, it, it has some heat, man. Overdrive for 40 cow back in the lab. Uh, this mixtape has some heat, man. This is one of my favorite releases um, from Dipset in general, man. Go back and listen to the Writer's Block Part 4. Number 8. Little Uzi Vert. Little Uzi versus the world. Now, this is where it started to get a little difficult for me um, with the one mixtape per artist rule because man Uzi has a few mixtapes man that I could have easily I could have easily put on here right and oh (laughs) as I look it up right now I just just noticed a little Uzi just put out a new EP uh today that I was not aware of. This is being recorded on August 25th. He just dropped Pink Tape Level 2, which is an EP. You got Travis Scott on that joint. Okay. I'm, I'm going to check that out. I'm going to check that out, man. Let's see, see if it got some slaps on it. But back to Little Uzi Vert versus The World. Yeah, I could have went I could have went Love is Rage. I could have went the Perfect Love mixtape. You know what I'm saying? But for this, we are going to go with Little Uzi Vert versus the world because I just think top to bottom is just a way more cohesive project than the other two. Um, Love is Rage was his first like big breakout mixtape back in 2015. Definitely got some classics on it. Um, Super Saiyan 7 a.m. top right now. Like, it, it got some shit on it, but it, it definitely got some skips on it as well too, man. Uh, the Perfect Love mixtape got got some of my favorite songs from Uzi, Do What I Want, uh, which is a a classic 2K song. Hey, uh, let me know, man. Would y'all want to see an episode where we discuss the greatest songs to come out from NBA 2K? <laughs> I think that would be a really fun episode, man. But we got a little Uzi for the rest of the world, man. I'm I pulling the track list. Canadian Goose, High Roller, Money Longer, Grab the Wheel, You Was Right, Baby Are You Home, P's and Q's, like, the little non-song mixtape, man, didn't have no misses, did not have no misses, and at the time, in 2016, where everybody, where hip-hop enthusiasts were, like, accusing just everybody of being, like, cookie-cutter rapper, Little Uzi Vert was, Little Uzi Vert set the standard, Little Uzi Vert didn't try to copy anybody sound but then everybody tried to copy his you know what i'm saying so he was like the trendsetter um but yeah go back to little uzi vert versus the world and go back and listen to that and then when you hear it you will realize why um a lot of us are not a fan of the pink tape at all because <laughs> we, we want him to go back to like that uzi man that that's a that's a phenomenal mixtape number seven now this was very difficult because um this really became down between two mixtapes and it was extremely hard um for me to decide between the two um as from tory lanes um and then my options were uh new toronto 2 the gangsta grills new toronto 2 and uh chicks tapes 2 which i think is, is the best of the series not counting five because it's a studio album um but I, I leaned a little bit more towards chicks tapes 2 
Only because it's just at the time, no one was really doing what, what Tory Lanez was doing the way that he was doing it. Like, you want to talk about the, the rise of, like, TikTok music. That's another episode that, that we're probably going to discuss in the future um, of how TikTok kind of bring a lot of older songs back to life. Tory Lanez was doing that five, ten years. Like he was doing that ten years beforehand. You know what I'm saying? With this Chicks Tape series. And he started this with Chicks Tapes too. The first Chicks Tapes, um, honestly, that was a forgettable project for me. But that that was all like um, original music. Chicks Tapes 2, 3, four, six Tapes 2 through 5 were like all um, samples and reinterpolations of classic, classic, classic R&B songs. And like on uh, Chick Tapes too, man. Uh, Ride the, the girl is mine is is crazy. Uh, he, uh, TLC, which I think is is the the biggest um, standout on this mixtape for me, uh, to where he flipped uh, no scrubs. That's oh man, that that's. It's amazing, dog, and, and 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 it's a vibe. It's a total vibe, man. Go back and listen to Chicks Tapes too, and just go from there. Two, three, four, five, man. It's just all bangers, but Chicks Tapes too, man. That's that one. So, um, that is number seven. So we are gonna take a quick pause for the cause, and we'll be right back, man, with number six. Hey, man, all my sweet toofers, let me holla at y'all real quick, man. This is just for y'all. Let me holla at you real quick. Everybody that got that sweet tooth out there, and if you are in the Flint area or any of the surrounding areas, Burton, Grand Blank, Mount Morris, um, any of those areas, I'm going to need y'all to holla at Dale's Delightful Dips. That's Dale's Delightful Dips, man. Now listen, they got everything you need as far as sweets for any type of event. Birthdays, anniversaries. I myself purchased um, some very great products from these people uh, for Valentine's Day for my girlfriend. And she absolutely loved it. Chocolate covered strawberries, uh, some some custom made cake pops, just all types of things, man. Yo, and and for our listeners here at the Meet Me at the Jukebox podcast, I got something special for y'all, man. If y'all order right now, I'll tell you how to order. You will either contact Lachey Younger on Facebook. That's Lachey, L A S H A Y, Younger. Y-O-U-N-G-E-R or text this phone number 1-800-877-3748 once again 810-877-3748 and you're going to ask for the jukebox special and when you do that you will instantly get $2 off of your order. Man, listen, listen. It pays to listen to the podcast, man. Once again, you're either going to contact Lachey Younger on, on Facebook or 
text the number 810-877-3748 ask for the jukebox special and you're gonna get hooked up with two dollars off of your order come on man you cannot beat that so if you are in the flint or surrounding areas mount boris grand blank flushing burton you want to get on this man dale's delightful dips and remember tell them the jukebox sent you Coming in at number six, Trapper Die, man. Young Jeezy, DJ Drama, the Gangsta Grills that started it all. Now I know, I know what you're thinking. Yo, Trapper Die at number six? Yes. <laughs> it's at number six for me, man. Um, this is a classic mixtape, though, man. This mixtape change the the trajectory of hip-hop forever especially it definitely changed the trajectory of, of mixtapes in general and y'all remember man y'all remember the times to where um the 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 mixtape of an artist was like the precursor to the album like we'll, we'll get like a mix like a fire-ass mixtape for artists that had and then they'll put like two or three songs that was going to be on the album on the mixtape as like a little preview and then like you get the album like a month later oh my god y'all remember those days i miss those days but this was this was pretty much that man because this was kind of the introduction um to young jeezy before the album uh thug motivation 101 was a drop so he had a lot of album cuts on this album i mean on this mixtape excuse me get your mind right trapper die um what else did he have on there i know those two for sure um that was on the uh end up being on the album but like you want to talk about one of the coldest intros ever like that that trap or die intro is, is going to go down in history as, as one of the greatest intros ever like ever um what is what is what is the greatest intro of all time in in your in your opinion uh let us know in the, in the in the comment section but I think this is this is just up there, man. Go ahead and say, here I stand, a grown-ass man, all by myself, a grown-ass man, a young nigga with some grown-ass plans, but don't point fingers, you don't know that, man. Like, and then drop a body back, start talking this shit. Like, duh. Listening to that song just brings back memories of just burnt CDs, dog. <laughs> that was a time, man. Like, that was a time, man, and that Trapper Die mixtape, dog. That's it's one of, it's one of the greatest mixtapes of all time. It is arguably the greatest Gangster Grills of all time. We'll talk more about that later on in the podcast. Spoiler alert! 
But man, street niggas, get them Jeezy, do the damn thing, which ended up being on Fabulous album. Um, that ether freestyle, like man, he got a lot of fire. Y'all remember uh, Blood Raw? <laughs> I remember Blood Raw, dog. Oh my god, Blood Raw slick puller. He had Jody Breeze on the tape. Um. Yo, Gotti, and that's when Gotti was, was first started popping. Trap or Die is just a moment in time as a mixtape, man. That's an amazing mixtape. Um, but only comes at number six on this list. Let us know how you feel about that in the comment section below. Number five. Now, this is probably the most controversial entry on this list. And it's probably the entry that the people are going to ag agree with um, the least. But fuck it, let, let, let's let's talk about it. Like if you know, you know. My number five is a love letter to you, part three by Trippy Red. Listen, okay. Listen, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but hear me out. I feel like that because it, it for me as far as like mixtapes it was between love letter for you three and one right I just feel like three is just the, the better top the bottom project man um that trippy red he just has a signature sound uh coming out of class to where he came out of because he came out you know what I'm saying around the time of the um the little Uzis and the uh XXX Sensacions and the Yachtis, the ugly gods. He came around around that time, Takashi Six Nine. Um when he came out with a love letter for you three though, man. I think this was twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Duh. Out of the gate, I think the the he the first song that he put out as the promo for the, the tape mixtape was Topanga. Um and I forgot which gospel song he sampled on that. Uh let me know if you know what, what song that was. But uh, I, I I'm just I, I'm a I'm a sucker for high pitch samples, man. And then that that gave that to me, but while I'm I'm looking through this track list, dog. Firestarter with Imani 22, rest in peace, Imani 22, Fire, Imani Interlude, Negative Energy with, with Cody Shane, is Fire, Can't Love, Love Scars 3, the title, uh, man, man, the 1400-999 freestyle with Juice World, like, come on, man, come on, I think that... Now, I'm looking through this through this mixtape, man. 16 songs. I think the only song I'll really skip is maybe so maybe so alive and then Diamond Mines with Tory Lanes, maybe. But out of these 16 songs, man, it, it's it's some bangers. It's some bangers on this tape. But then I, I did and then I don't know, man. I felt like creatively he was at his best on this on this project, man. And I, I think I think it, it stands the test of time. Um, like I said, this came out November 9th, twenty eighteen. So we're we're about to be at the five year mark. And then um, 
one thing that I believe I believe Joe Button originally said this. Uh, Joe Button's rule of thumb in in um, judging any body of work as a classic, we have to give it five years. And I'm I'm calling it a classic mixtape for its time, man. L- love letter for you three, dog. Go back to it, spin that. Matter of fact, man, that, that's y'all that, that, that that's y'all homework for today. I'm gonna start giving I'm gonna start giving y'all homework, man, on this podcast. I'm gonna start giving y'all homework. Y'all homework assignment for this episode is to go back and listen to a love letter for you, part three by Trippy Red, and let me know what you think of it, man. That that is an amazing body of work. But let's get on to number four, man. And number four, this is where it got it got really difficult for me. Because number four is a future mixtape, right? Now, <laughs> if without without this rule, future probably has he definitely has two. He will probably he might have three mixtapes on this top ten list. Um, without the rule, uh, cause you know, Fifty Six Nights, Monster, Purple Rain is an extremely, extremely underrated and underappreciated mixtape out of his discography. Um, um, the Free Band Gang movie Gangsta Grills with DJ Drama is an underrated Gangsta Grills. That's a crazy, crazy mixtape. Um, Astronaut Status. That was the mixtape that, that that really put him on. But when it came down to it, man, I went with Beast Mode. I went I went with Beast Mode with him and Zaytoven. That's my number four. I think that's his most sonically concise project. Um it's just it's no skips. It's no it's no skips on this mixtape. It is no skips on this mixed. Let me pull this track list up, man. Y'all think I'm playing. Let me see. Ooh, with Young Scooter. Heat. Layup. Fire. Ain't you with Juvenile. Fight and Juvenile slid. Like, he 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 did an uh, interpretation of the flow he used that Juvenile used on high and flipped that on Ain't You. And Juve Juvie fit perfect on this mixtape he fits perfectly on this mixtape but yeah no basic peacoat just like brothers where i came from real sisters like it's it's no skips on this mixtape man it is and, and zay Toven was in his bag you hear me them pianos like where I came from is probably the standout um, out of this list for me, out of this track listing for me. Uh, but overall, yo, Beast Mode. Hey, what do y'all think of, of, of Future's run in 2015? How do, how do y'all feel about that? Because you got to you gotta remember, he, he started this run at the, I think it, it was the, and I think it was the end of 2014, I want to say, to where this run first started. Hold on, let me, 
let me take a look. Let me let me, let me make sure I'm, I'm you know I got my facts right because okay yeah so the run started in tw- like 24 like the end of 2014 with Monster that came out in late October. So you go from it's like a like a 15 month run right. Monster Beast Mode 56 Nights. Dirty Sprite 2, what a time to be alive. Like, I think that that's still the, the, the greatest run we've seen in modern day hip hop. And and by modern day, I mean from 2010 on up. From 2010 to now, the greatest run that we ever seen in modern day hip hop. And it's one of the greatest runs ever. I mean, we talk about DMX um, with his his amazing run with his first two albums in the same year. But, man, Future in 2015, man, that was something different. That was something different. But, look, listen, we about to take one more pause for the cause, and then we will be right back. Back with our top three. Hey, just because the summer's almost over doesn't mean the party has to be over. Listen, let me holler at y'all for a second. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all about something called Sipping with Samaya. Now, Samaya gonna hook you up, man. She makes handcrafted mixed drinks. And when I tell you she got you covered on anything that you want, I mean anything. She has 38 different flavors. 38. I'm talking the Sour Crown Apple Lemonade to the Smurfette to the Give Me That. Because you know, because you know, this is a music podcast. And the, the, the Sunset Mimosa, the Melon Splash, Lover's Punch, the Classic Lemon Drop, the Henny Rita for all my Henny drinkers out there, the Strawberry Margarita, that's the special mix from Samaya herself. She even got something called the Damn Gina Lock. Come on, you gotta try that just off the name itself. And many, many other more different flavors from one of her 38 different handcrafted mixed drinks and the most beautiful thing of it all she ships all over the u.s so all my listeners all of the great listeners here listening to this podcast can get their hands on one of these handcrafted mixed drinks all you have to do is follow the Sippin' with Samaya Facebook page. That's it. It's as simple as that. That's Sippin', capital S I P N apostrophe, with Samaya. S A M I Y A H H. That's two H's for you guys. Go and holler at them and get yourself right for any occasion weddings, birthdays bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, hell, divorce parties, because you know, it's 2023, we're celebrating anything nowadays, but no matter the occasion, sipping with Samaya will get you right, and don't forget, when you place your order, 
and then you are turning up while you're sipping a passion fruit sangria make sure you let them know that the jukebox sent you Coming in at number three, man, this is where, bro, these these three mixtapes, man, these three mixtapes, let's just get into it. Number three, Rich Forever by Rick Ross. Listen, (laughs) you remember what I talked about earlier about, um, the mixtape album rollout. I want to say this was the last time that, that this happened this way. And it was actually by mistake. Because Rich Forever came out um, and then shortly after that uh, he put out a, uh, he put out um, God Forgives I Don't. Right? Now, the story is, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the story is um, Rich Forever was originally slated to be the album. Was it, That was originally slated to be God Forgives I Don't. But I think that there was like numerous samples that he couldn't get cleared, so he just recorded an entire new project and that ended up being God Forgives I Don't. Which is crazy because I don't think I've ever heard of someone like re-recording something to, you know what, no, I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm not even gonna say that. Because <laughs> I was going to say I don't remember um someone re-recording the material for for a project and that that still end up being considered um one of his best projects in his discography. Little Wayne did that with the Carter Three, so stand corrected. But Rich Forever, man. It just Rich Forever is a mixtape that sounds like you can tell it sounds like an album. It sounds like grand and like large and like dog. Uh, it 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 has everything you would want from a Rick Ross project, dog. Like he comes out the gate on high definition. Where the um they started off with the the excerpt the excerpt from the uh the Mike Tyson interview, but you know the production of these songs, Yellow Diamonds, crazy fucking with Two Chains and Wale, Rich Forever with John Legend. Once again, not the biggest John Legend fan, but whenever he's like featured on a, on like a rap song, man, he he fits well. Triple Bean Dreams uh, with Nas, but but for me, like the standouts of this mixtape, it's for me. Keys to the Crib with Styles P, and um, what was it? M M M G The World Is Ours with with Pharrell. I think it was Pharrell, Meek Mill, and Stolly. I think. Yo, that that beat that Pharrell did and then he goes off he slides on the verse as well though he slides on the verse as well hold on let me I don't know man y'all already know we already know what, what, what we're doing man live research live research <laughs> cause I gotta I gotta go to one of them them opening lines once again man opening lines in a verse are is important dog Open the lines in the verses is very important. 
That nigga said, they said, skateboard, you racist, you only hang with white Cubans. Nonsense. That's the necklace, nigga. The lights moving. Oh, my God. <laughs> he hopped on that track and immediately slid. But, no. Rich Forever, um, it's a classic mixtape, man. It's a classic mixtape. Um. I think that's the I think that's the question though. I think that 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 will be my question for today. What was the better project? Was it was it Rich Forever or was it um what ended up being God forgives I don't. Um for all my listeners on Spotify, uh that question will be um down below in the the now playing section um, on this episode. Uh, so if you'd like to give your opinion, I'm gonna add a. I will add a poll. I will add a poll. That will be a poll. Um, which project was better? Uh, was it Rich Forever or was it God Forgives? I don't. But that is uh, my number three. Now these 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 top two mixtapes. This is to where. These two mixtapes is what made me make this rule for for this list because it was no way that you know what I'm saying it, it they would probably would have been all over this list as well but that that's what makes it super super hard because I think these are the two most most prolific mixtape artists of all time in my opinion. Let's just get right into it. Number two. We're going to go with a mixtape by Wiz Khalifa, okay? Now, I I tried so hard to not pick this mixtape, right? Because he, he just has so many amazing, amazing, memorable projects. Um. Taylor Alterdice was dog y'all do y'all remember when Taylor Alterdice first came out and and it it completely crashed that piff y'all remember that I remember that it completely crashed the website the amount of traffic he was bringing in I think Meek Mill with Dream Chasers three was the only other mixtape that did that. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but he crashed the whole website. But Star Power, Cabin Fever 1 and 2 with DJ Holiday, which is an underrated mixtape in his discography. Uh, Burn After Rolling. It's Only Weed, bro, that came out in 2020. That is extremely underrated. Go back and listen to that mixtape. That, that goes back. That mixtape brought back the old sound of Wiz that we all grew up and loved. Um, go back to Big Shadow on on, on that mixtape. Uh, Burn After Rolling. Like, I I I can go on and on and on. Twenty Eight Grams, which is a a, a extremely underrated Gangsta Grills. That is one of my favorite Gangsta Grill mixtapes of all time. But at, at the end of the day, it, it's Cushion Orange Juice, man. It, it, it's Cushion Orange Juice. I went back and I went back and listened to that mixtape recently, and I'm like, I, I, it's that's an amazing project, man. 
And um, as a as a uh, a newly christened weed smoker, so <laughs> so uh, let let's 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 just chop that up real quick. Uh, I I don't think I really talk about it publicly. Yes, I, I I smoke weed now. Everybody that that knows me knows that um I was weed was never my thing ever. Um, I recently started experimenting with weed um, a few months ago. Um, actually one of the great and it's actually one of the greatest decisions I made in my life. But now now that I I partake in smoking, this mixtape just hits so much different. <laughs> but going back at the track list, uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna name the songs on on, on this mixtape. You stop, you stop this episode when I when I name a miss. Okay? Mesmerize. We're done. The statement. Spotlight is crazy. Kid Frankie. Wild. Up. Legendary. Never been. In the cut. In the cut. Hey, listen. Real quick. Real quick. Have y'all ever had that phenomenon to where like you have your favorite like mixtape or album or like a project that you really been rocking with? But is that always that one song that's like Skip City? And then, like, you always skip it when this song comes up in this particular project. And then one day, you just decide to let it play, and then that shit ends up being fire as fuck. <laughs> in the Cut was that for me. In the Cut used to be Skip City for me. And the last time I, I listened to it in uh, preparation for this episode, I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna go back and listen to it. I'm like, yo, this shit fire <laughs> but yeah still blazing pedal to the metal might might be the miss though if it's any song that like kind of halfway is a miss it'll be pedal to the metal but dog he changed music when this came out dog did this this did this mixtape changed everything and like and i think that that's why i really like it's only weed bro is because he went back to the sound of cushion orange juice and we've been wanting that for so fucking long but man it's just a a super classic mixtape man there's really nothing else i can say about it it is it's it's fucking cushion orange juice man it's fucking cushion orange but uh, let let let's 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 recap, man. Let's recap, and then let's give uh, a few honorable mentions, and then and, and let's wrap it up with this, this number one. Um, at this point, you should know who the artist is, but you don't know which mixtape that it is. But first of all, let's uh, recap. Uh, number ten was "Born Like I'm Kobe" by Little Herb, aka G Herbo. Uh, number nine was J.R. Ryder, Writer's Block Part 4. Number eight was Little Uzi Vert, Little Uzi Versus the World. Uh, number seven was Tory Lane's Chicks Tape 2. Number six is Young Jeezy and DJ Drama with Trapper Die. Number five is Trippy Red, A Love Letter for You Part 3. Number four is Future and Zaytoven, Beast Mode. Number three is Rick Ross, Rich Forever. And number two is with Khalifa cushion orange juice. Now I'm just gonna give just a couple honorable mentions uh, that did not make the list. 
Um, I thoroughly enjoy the, these mixtapes. Um, they just missed the list. I don't have as many honorable mentions as episode one, uh, but this, these are just some, of the, just some of the few that I did have listed. Uh, Drake, if you're reading This Is Too Late, yes, that is considered a mixtape. Uh, the Pink Lava Lamp by Charles Hamilton. Um, that was actually... That was kind of hard to decipher whether it was a mixtape or, or a studio album because I think that was originally supposed to be his studio debut album back in 08 when he signed the Interscope. But Interscope didn't want to put that out because of how successful Brooklyn, Brooklyn Girls was. I, I'm going to have to make a whole episode about this mixtape because <laughs> I have a lot of info about this. Um, I consider it a mixtape, so it makes honorable mention with some here, though. Um, Childish Gambino and DJ Drama with uh, Stone Mountain slash Kawhi. Both of those projects wrapped into one fire. Um, Lupe Fiasco, Friend of the People. Very underrated mixtape that a lot of people don't remember. Um, go back and listen to it. I think that came on Thanksgiving uh, 2011, I want to say. 2011, 2012. Which I, this came out when the uh, the 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 the, um, the Occupy Wall Street movement was going on. That was about 2011, 2012 ish. I think it was. I think it was Thanksgiving 2012 though. Great mixtape though. Uh, Dates for a Rodeo by Travis Scott. More about nothing by Wale and uh, Barter Six by Young Thug. Those are my honorable mentions. Um, but yeah, number one. It's no mystery of who the artist is. It's Lil Wayne. But which mixtape is it? <laughs> which fucking Wayne tape makes number one? And it's almost like with Cushion Orange Juice, right? I try my hardest to make every excuse to not make this pick as my number one. And I almost didn't make it, right? Because, dog, he just has so many great mixtapes. No ceilings. Sorry for the wait. Sorry for the wait, too, which is extremely underrated in his discography. Um, Dedication 6 Reloaded, extremely underrated in his discography. The Drought 3 almost made it here it almost it almost made it the only reason it didn't is because uh this tape um just had way way more impact in the genre of hip-hop and in the mixtape game in general and that's dedication to it's it's the greatest mixtape of all time I don't even think I even have to really go deep into this. That's crazy. But it, it's it's dedication too, man. It's the greatest mixtape of all time. Um, It is still to this day his greatest body of work that he's ever put out. I'm, I'm including his albums. I'm including his albums. Dedication 2 is the greatest body of work he's ever produced like he when i say he was rapping on this he was rapping just go to canon just listen to canon like and and, and then just 
leave me alone. <laughs> just listen to just listen to Canon and leave me the fuck alone, man. It, it's it's dedication too. But but for for a good laugh, let, let's let's just. Uh, mention some standout tracks before we get out of here. Uh, get them crazy. They still like me. Cannon working them. Sports Center. Walk to the Concrete Jungle with Jewels. Um, dedication to popping them bottles. What you know. Hustling. Riding with that AK. Where the cash at with currency, dog? Georgia, but like. <sighs> Come on, man. Like, it started off with DJ Drama and for, like, mixtapes in general. It's the greatest mixtape of all time, man. It's dedication to. It's enough said. <laughs> it's enough said. But, man, that's the list, man. That's the list. Um, Thank you guys, man, once again for your continued and unbridled love and support, man. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Meet Me at the Jukebox, man. Um, to get all of your information about the podcast, we got some cool things going on over there pretty soon. So really, really make sure you tap into that that IG page. Um, you can follow me and my personal um, social sites at uh, This Is Clever Kid on Instagram and Aaron Clever Turner um, on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, just shout out to y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. Uh, make sure y'all go back to watch at the list to listen to episode number one, where we rank the top 10 uh, greatest rap songs of all time, or my top 10 favorite rap songs of all time. Um, and, yeah, we will see you guys next week for a new slate of episodes. Oh, and before I go, I'm going to give y'all jam of the week, man, to, to, to listen to, man. I'm going to start doing this every episode. Give, give, give y'all give, give y'all some more homework. So, time just recorded. Burner Boy just dropped um, his newest album uh, called I Told Them. Just came out today as we're recording this podcast. Hey, man, I'm going to need y'all to go back and listen to a song on there by the name of Big Seven, man, and then uh, come back to me and tell me what you think, all right? But listen, that's another episode of the Meet Me at the Jukebox podcast. I have been your wonderful and humble host, Clever. And remember, ever just need a jam, all you got to do is meet me at the jukebox. I'll see y'all next time.